Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michael Show. Hopefully, uh, you're enjoying a little bit of the sunshine while we have a break in the clouds before all the crap weather moves back in. Right now at Augusta, they are preparing for the Par 3 Challenge. They have had some inclement weather down there as well. Speaking of inclement weather, it looks like tomorrow is going to be kind of a blech day. When it comes to Wrigley Field, as the Brewers open up their regular season down in Chicago, they're expecting about 44 to 45 degrees, some rain, sun, cloud mix, and winds 15 to 25 miles an hour coming out of the south-southwest. So at least the uh, at least the wind is blowing out at Wrigley, but it's going to be a day. Not good. Um, right now at Augusta, they've got uh, 71 degrees and thunderstorms in the area. And while it is not pouring down rain at Augusta, the uh, storms are in the area, and they have said severe thunderstorm or severe weather warnings down there have now been placed outside uh, of the uh, the grounds and therefore the fans have been evacuated so just in case just an fyi there uh by the way i was talking before about i did not recognize some of the guys on the golf channel now i do nota begay is in there so nota begay is there i recognize him some of the other guys i still don't but uh but ben are you still watching the uh, the masters uh coverage down there at augusta yeah the tv's on i kind of glance okay. yeah it's a lot of discussion but uh, that's about it. Did you notice that on the table, the coffee table that sits in front of them, obviously it says Masters, but all of their mugs, as if they have these four mugs of water, you know, they're just, oh, we're all drinking a little water, talking. Do you notice all the handles are all the exact same way because the Augusta logo is on the front and the the handle has to be pointing left? Hmm. So for the guy to the right, as if he's actually using that mug of water, which we all know he's not, uh, he would have to reach over, turn the mug around, and set it back down and turn it back around to have the logo of the Masters shown on the front of the mug. I don't know why little stuff like that bothers me, but it does. Maybe he's a lefty. <laughs> Even if he's a lefty, you got to point the mug. Who puts the – when you put a, a mug on a table, the handle's facing you, right? Yes. You put the mug down, it's facing you. Oh, I see. Well, on those tables, you have to put it the opposite way to get the logo to show which I don't know why they just don't put the logo on both sides of the mug, but you have to get the logo to show. So if you're looking at it right now, all the mugs on your television screen are facing left. <laughs> and it just, it just bothers me. It just does. Well, now that you pointed it out, I can't get over it. Uh, right? You can't unsee it. It's right there. It's, 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 it's just driving me crazy. It's like I just want to go over there and just mess up the mugs. Just act like you're drinking something. And don't just put it there for show going, oh, by the way, these are also for sale in the gift shop. Thank you very much. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Go ahead and do it. We'd be glad to uh, glad to hear from you. So um, I, I got this just a little while ago. And Peter Schrags over on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. Uh, Marcus wants to know. He said, look out for the Vikings this year. Do I buy it? That's no. Uh, no, not really. I don't. Um I mean, I I guess if their defense, look, uh, Kirk Cousins, he's quality. He's he's not a bad dude. You know, when it comes to being a quarterback, he was having a pretty solid season, and they do have some decent weapons. But when it comes to their defense, uh, and now again, two things: you got um, 
Ed Donatel, a former blast from the past regarding the Green Bay Packers, their defensive coordinator. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, the new head coach over there after Zimmer was told hit the road. So maybe a breath of fresh air can turn things around. But you're still, you, you have needs defensively. Harrison Smith at safety, not bad. But remember, they signed Shannon Sullivan as a backup corner. They have Dantzler as a corner. They have uh, still have Patrick Peterson, who's solid, but you know his best days were from Arizona. They've lost a lot of their their secondary, which they're still trying to hunt for. Uh, Danell Hunter is back. Eric Hendricks is back. Um, remember, they picked up Zadaria Smith. Now, if Zadaria Smith is back and his back is better, then yeah, that that could be formidable. Because if you look at Zadaria Smith's numbers when he you know, started out with Baltimore, left them, came on with the Green Bay Packers. Now he's going to the uh, to the Vikings. Every time he gets that opportunity, man, he makes the most of it. And you hopefully that sack total doesn't go to 10, 11, or 12 and has four or five of them against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but up front, they picked up Harrison uh, Phillips. They've got him, Dalvin Tomlinson, obviously, uh, Armin, what is it, Armin Watts, I think, uh, the other defensive tackle. But... I don't know if it's real. They got to bolster that defense. They still have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, um, KJ Osborne, who they picked up uh, in the draft in the fifth round of the draft a couple of years ago. Um, so they've they've got some guys over there that can catch the football, and they still have Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins. Their their offensive line is decent. Uh, remember, uh, they still have Irv Smith Jr. at the tight end position after they let go of Kyle Rudolph. And he did okay. Uh, offensively, they can make the, the the ball go if indeed Dalvin Cook is healthy. Um, and Madison is not bad. Alexander Madison is not bad. So offensively, they're pretty good. Defensively, if they're able to bolster their defense, then yeah, they uh, they could do some damage. I agree with you. But am I worried about them? No. For all intents and purposes, everybody and their brother is picking the Green Bay Packers to win the division again. Eight seven seven and and by far don't forget Aaron Rodgers, even without the weapons at wide receiver right now, he's still the best quarterback in the division. He still makes it go. Now I don't think you can continually take Aaron Rodgers' weapons away from him. It's kind of like taking Michael Phelps and tying his hand, one hand to his side and say, Go be Michael Phelps. Yeah, he's still going to swim and swim well, but he's not going to continually win the race. You know, he just because you're you're continually disabling him. That's what you're doing to Aaron Rodgers. If you don't go out and find a veteran and if you don't draft one or two really good wide receivers that you believe can be impactful players soon. So we'll see. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen. So to answer your question, Marcus, no, I'm not really buying it. I respect him, but I'm not really buying it. 877-867-1670, find us. Give us a shout if you got something to say. Uh, this is from Dave. Dave hits us up uh, on uh, Twitter. He says, uh, hey, Bill, with the Brewers losing their backup catcher, how much will their, this impact their ability to pinch hit? Well, remember, you're not going to pinch hit a lot because you have the DH this year. Thanks for the, or thanks for the email too, Dave, you, or the uh, hit up on Twitter. You're not going to pinch hit a lot because you're just going to throw your best nine out there 
And that's the way it's going to go unless you need to make some kind of a defensive move. So there isn't going to be a lot of these. You're not going to pinch hit for a pitcher, which let me say this. I hate it. I hate, I hate the DH. I think it sucks. It takes away strategies and such and double switches and all that kind of stuff for a manager. It really does. There's not a whole lot of scenarios in which a manager is going to make a double switch or pinch hit or whatever, unless, of course, you're going to say your opponent brings in a righty, you want to change it to a lefty, whatever. You know, you, you want to make it you want to make it more formidable. You want to change a lefty to a righty or a righty to a lefty. That I understand. But beyond that, no. You're not going to do a whole lot of that. So that's kind of uh you know, that's kind of uh that that's just kind of li- kind of lost. 877-867-1670 If you want to uh want to hit us up, do it. Uh yeah, I, I I get all the draft needs. I mean, there's a lot of stuff floating around out there, and this one's from Jason, who says uh, you went through some of the draft needs of all of these teams. What are the other draft? Look, I don't want to go through every team and pick out their draft needs. As much as I can appreciate that, look it up. <laughs> there's so many drafts and mock drafts and and such out there. Go go look it up because you'll you'll be able to see what teams need. Um. Max says, uh, we talk about Chris Olave. What about Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State? I think he's really the true number one wide receiver. Yeah, but he's going to go high. Unless the Packers would, and the Packers, I don't think, I mean, they do, but you're not going to give it all up to jump into the top five. And I, I honestly, when you look at a lot of these mock drafts, he's he could go top three, top four. Um, many of the mock drafts have the New York Jets taking Garrett Wilson the wide receiver out of Ohio State. They have him going. That's the reason Chris Olave, who is as good but has you know a little bit less talent, a little bit less when it comes to that um, you know, recognition ilk, if you will, uh, that's the reason he's a little bit less in the draft. Also, Drake London, the wide receiver out of USC, he's another one that's solid. He's another one that could be a, a really, really solid pick. I don't know. Is I have not seen him play as much, but I have started to go through the highlight reels and I like the fact that he is a guy that um, that goes up and gets a ball. There's more than a few highlight reels of him. If you go look for him, and his name's uh, Drake London, the wide receiver out of USC, there's more than a few highlight reels of him going up to get a ball against their contested catches, which I really like. Really like. But uh, there's a lot of talk about possibly Atlanta going in that direction and getting him first. Like I said, uh, now that the Washington Commanders have thrown their hat in the ring for Chris Olave, they're sitting at number 11. So if you're going to think about getting Olave, you're going to have to go to at least 10. 10, maybe 9, if you think you're going to get him. And that ninth pick is, what is that? That's Seattle's. And they got that in the trade uh, with Denver. So if you're going to jump up and get Chris Olave, who many seem to think now is going to end up in Washington because they've taken an interest in him, and he visited Washington, so now you're thinking that's probably where he's going to go. Because right after that is Minnesota. I can't imagine Minnesota taking 
um, taken a, a wide out. Most likely they're going to go after Derek, Sting, uh, Derek Stingley Jr., um, the, the corner out of LSU. They need cornerback play. And, and Patrick Peterson, who I mentioned earlier, he, he'd probably play opposite him. Patrick Peterson going to be 32 yet this year. There's no denying that uh, Stingley is real capable. So he would be a guy, especially with his speed, his ball skills and his speed. He's not a, he's not the lockdown corner, but he's good. He's good. They can also go interior defensive line too. Then after that, you've got Houston, and Houston also needs either an offensive tackle or a wide receiver. So if you're the Packers and you think Alave is going to come to you, uh, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. And then there's Jamison Williams, who apparently has drawn interest uh, from Russian down in Kansas City. Now, I haven't heard anything, obviously, coming out of Kansas City's you know front office, but there's a lot of talk about him via Kansas City radio. Even with the tour ACL, uh, that he is probably the most impactful wide receiver once he's healthy out of all of them and would be a really good fit. And a they believe he would be the impactful player to take over for Tariq Hill, even though they signed MVS and company. So then you, then you keep going, you know. Uh, you get all the way down to 21, 22, then at 22, there you go. You got uh, the Green Bay Packers. And a lot of people now saying, well, if the Packers have to wait that long, Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver out of Penn State, most likely would be, uh, or Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas, one of those two guys would probably fall to the Green Bay Packers. Because right after that is when Dallas chooses at 24, and uh, and then and then the Packers choose again at 28, in which they could then address one of the other needs, whether it's an outside edge rusher, it's an offensive lineman at that point, one of those guys. Now, there always is on draft night, don't forget, there's always runs. That first round changes things when you start talking about runs and what's still available. So, um, Packers sitting with two choices in the top uh, in the top round of the draft. Uh, they could address a couple of needs early. I would love to see them get trade one of those first-round picks to move up in the draft and then trade, you know, possibly, uh, say, a second round or something to that extent, uh, a second-round draft choice to go after yet another, uh, to, to move up to get another wide receiver. Um, the other one that people are talking about, and I, I just uh, um, started, like I said, looking through this the other day, um, George Pickens. Nobody's talking about him. You're right. Um, AutoCat said, what's wrong with George Pickens? Uh, nothing. The wide receiver out of Georgia, absolutely nothing. He's got a lot of first-round traits. He uh, tore the ACL last March, and uh, many people think that's the reason that he's fallen to possibly a second-round guy, but that would be a guy that you could look at as well. That would be a guy I could uh, I could see them going after. And then, you know, it all kind of trickles in. And uh, uh, John Mechie, the other guy, that third wideout from Alabama. Mechie could be another guy they could go after. They could pick him up. So, and then you got Trey McBride is the other guy that people are looking at. And he's a tight end. He's the tight end out of Colorado State. Which would, again, put more help in the way for Aaron Rodgers weaponry-wise and give them some added depth at that tight end position. Not that they have to have it, 
But if the Packers get a wide receiver early, maybe bolster the offensive line and then come back and readdress the tight end position, you could see that happening. Or Bernard Raymond, uh, the big offensive tackle out of Central Michigan. You pick him up, and then he can all of a sudden play right tackle for you if need be. And he's versatile. He's got power, uh, a lot of power, a lot of power. And Central Michigan throws the football. He's allowed only, if I remember correctly, I was reading up on him, I think it's uh, like 750 pass block attempts and only four sacks. That's it. So they could go in that in that way. Um, Max says, what about Jalen Tolbert? Um, he came out of South Alabama, and I don't know a lot about him. To be honest with you, I, I have seen very little on him. I've only read just a just a little snippet or two here and there. Um, so I, I honestly, that's that's a name that I've seen, but I, I I'm going to you know complain uh, about ignorance on this because I just don't have enough information at my fingertips to say that I know a lot about him. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, but that's just a quick breakdown, just for some that have questions. Uh, of some of the things coming up in the draft. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show, this portion of the program, brought to you by our good friends at J&L Tire Service. Lyle and the whole gang are fantastic. Great people. And if you're looking for Goodyear, Kelly, Dunlop, whether you're looking for an oil change or you need a whole brake job, rotors turn, new rotors, whatever it happens to be, motor work, whatever it is, they can handle it. And if you're an over-the-road truck driver, they can help you out as well. Believe it or not, there's a, you can take your car there or your semi there. Doesn't matter. Either way, everything in between they carry and they work on and they do a great job with and you can trust them. That's the best part about it. Right there in Johnson Creek, right off of 94, just a block north of 94. You can see it almost from the road, from the highway. Stop in, tell Lyle and a gang we said hi. Or they've got a uh, also a location in Watertown. For everything they offer, locations, phone numbers, all that stuff, go to jnltire.com. That's jnltire.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Continuing on, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. And they do it uh, without the side effects, without the pills, creams, lotions, all that kind of stuff. They don't do that. No, no. They have a 98% success rate. 98%. And they are medical experts. Dr. Tim and the whole staff, good people over there. Doctor, by the way, uh, you can go in and see one, see a doctor, an actual doctor. And uh, they're just good people. And, and even if it's, uh, say, feeling sluggish or moody or just run down, tired all the time, they can help you out with that. It might be low T. Or maybe the all-in-one weight loss program is your bag because they can do that as well. That's uh, that's a good deal. Stop in or just call 414 455 Four four five one four one four four five five four four five one, the New Mail Medical Center, and see if they can give you a new you. Really, um, feel better, look better, all that kind of stuff. Uh, healthier, 
So, again, uh, give them a shout. 414, for all their locations, 414-455-4451. That is 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. Give us a shout. Or give them a shout. Um, Got a lot of different stuff happening here. Uh, this one's from Mark, who said, uh, tomorrow's game looks like it's going to be a hit-or-miss game in Chicago. Uh, are you doing a broadcast? No, no, we're not doing a broadcast in Chicago. Our broadcast is going to be for the home opener, and we're going to be live at Stenny's. Uh, Stenny Sports Bar, downtown Milwaukee. I've always called it, it's like the Cheers of Milwaukee. And they run shuttles to all the games. So we are going to be here in studio tomorrow. Nothing special. And uh, and for uh, here's, the, here's one of the things to think about. Um, unless you know ahead of time that the game for 100% sure is going to take place, you hate to gather all these people only to watch it be a rain out. It's great to throw a party, but there's a reason you throw the party. And uh, it, it just looks like uh, the forecast in Chicago is not going to be not going to be great tomorrow. Now, uh, high of 45, high of 45, and uh, they say some afternoon showers. Cloudy with occasional showers for the afternoon. Uh, high of only 45, winds west-southwest at 15 to 25. The chance of rain, 40%. Higher wind gusts are possible than 45 miles an hour. So, yeah, I don't know if they're going to get that game in tomorrow, to be 100% honest. It's already scheduled to be the first right now, I believe, because the Red Sox-Yankees game was postponed. Mm-hmm. But they don't have a roof down there in Chicago, so. Uh, correct. Oh, darn. 877-867-1670. But I, 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 that's the reason we're not going to be anywhere tomorrow, because you hate to throw a party in and have, have it just turn to crap. Not that we're on during the game and we're on what, – what time's the game time tomorrow? One twenty or something like that down at Wrigley? I think that's the yeah, first 120. pitch. One twenty. Yeah, uh, I mean, for those that are affiliates of the Brewers, I think we lose, what, 20 minutes of the show of, or the last hour of the show or something like that on many of those affiliate stations. And we'll still be on the live stream. We'll still be on if you get the app. You can download the app, download the Zone app. Uh, which is W-O-Z-N, the zone in Madison. And I encourage you during the baseball season to do that because there's going to be some day games. And if you want to watch the game and still listen to the show, you can do that. So I encourage you to download the app. And it doesn't take but five minutes tops. Tops. If you just go into your app store, it doesn't matter if it's Apple or if it's Android or whatever it happens to be, uh, Google, go into the app store and just download the zone in Madison. And that's our flagship station. Uh, you can also find us on Odyssey. You can find us on iHeart. You can find us on many of the different podcasts as well. And maybe that would be a day in which you listen to the podcast if you miss the hour. But plenty of ways to find the program. So uh, 877-867-1670. Um, Scott says, give me a shout out. My birthday. Scott, you the man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday today. And everybody, he says, that has a birthday today. I don't know about everybody, unless that pops up on my Facebook page where it says, you know, hey, um, you know, where you go into your events thing and then see what, what's happening today and everybody's birthday pops up. And it's funny because I've got all these friends. I, some of these people I don't even know. I'm like, oh, happy birthday. You know, okay, whatever. I don't write to everybody, but you get the point. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 
Um, this one is from Don. And Don asks, uh, what happens if Corbin Burns warms up and then does not throw tomorrow? Good question, but my guess would be that they would push it back a day. You're coming out of spring training. It's not like, you know. Now, if he comes out and, say, warms up, goes through his entire ritual, gets an inning or two or three in, and it gets rained on, then, no, he's not going to pitch the next day. But if they don't even get him into the pen, and remember, the bullpen is now underneath the the stands. It's not out in the inclement weather. So, yeah, if, if the game looks like there's going to be a window of opportunity, most likely he's going to go down and start throwing and go through his normal pregame ritual to get ready for the game. And hopefully the game then begins and they get enough of it in to make it a game. But, um, yeah, I... I if they push it back, they're going to push it back probably before the game starts. That's my guess. Unless, of course, they get a shower mid to late game. But I can't imagine them starting the game if they know they're only going to get a couple of innings in before it really comes and hits hard. Remember it was a couple of years ago when they had uh, Joe Madden there? They canceled a game, and it never rained. It never rained. They had a game scheduled. Uh, that was the game that they were trying to throw the Brewers off, and they did. Uh, but, yeah, they 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 canceled a game that it never rained. Craig Council even joked about it, going, you know, it's pretty funny that we're not playing a game. We got rained out, and it was the sun, the sun was shining. Some gamesmanship or lack thereof there, if you would, you know, kind of go in that direction, um, that Joe, Joe, uh, Joe Madden put upon the Brewers. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Jeff says, uh, listening to you in Milwaukee today, no, it was not a great show. It was okay, and I relived some of my youth, but not a great show. That was the review from last night's uh, last night's concert, by the way. I've seen Twitter bon videos of it, or I found them, but the audio yeah. I don't think is good enough to decide whether he was singing well or poorly. I would... Um, yeah, I'd have to have to like show you a couple of friends, and maybe if you had it, the, the ability to play it, just to say was it good or not good. Because you can't be up close either. You can't be like right next to the speaker. If you're next to the speaker, that's never going to work. It doesn't give you good audio. It kind of blows it out. So you got to be pretty far away. I'll see if I can't find because I had a bunch of friends that went last night. So I'll see if I can find a few friends that that went to the uh, went to the uh, the show last night. See what happens there. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. have some wide receivers coming into camp and uh, are coming into Lambeau for a visit. We'll talk about that coming up here in a minute. Hey, our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All up in Green Bay. Uh, obviously, I've talked about him for a long, long time. Really good guy, but uh, Wisconsin's best canvas and upholstery and boat cover provider. You can uh, find Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All.com. You can follow him on Facebook as well 
and see all the great stuff that he's done. But uh, Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All. Dot com. Put it all together and you've got to the website, Dwayne'sCoveredAll.com, or just call them 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. Hey, uh, another great place to go. Speaking of boat covers, uh, I was just there yesterday. I stopped out to Skipper Buds and more and more boats are being delivered. The showroom's full and they've got plenty of boats, yachts, pontoons, sport and deck boats, fishing boats and such out back. But uh, walked into the showroom. It was good to see people milling around and stock, you know, because for a while when the, the pandemic hit, you know, all of those chips that were supposed to start engines and stuff wasn't coming in. And now they're finally coming in, they're surfacing. And many of the boats, the 2021s, the 2022s, they're now here. And uh, they, they're coming in. Well, the cars, too, for that matter. But uh, stop out to Skipper Buds. We're tied to the general manager. Uh, over there, a buddy of mine, uh, just go in and ask for Todd. Uh, it's Skipper Buds right there. You can see it right from uh, uh, 94 in Pewaukee. Or call them, 262-544-1200, and see what they have to offer. But go to Todd and say, hey, I want to make a deal. I want to make a deal because I'm looking for a boat for some summer fun. And as the weather starts to turn and the warmer weather gets here and the summer months get here, you're looking for something to do. And a lot of people aren't going to be taking big-time vacations and such. So, Stay home and enjoy yourself on the water, on many of the waters, uh, waterways and lakes that we have here in the state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders. So uh, call them, 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200. So the Packers, Bill Huber, our guy from SI, says that the Packers are bringing in uh, from the Georgia Bulldogs, um, George Pickens. We just got done talking about him, George Pickens uh, from Georgia. Uh, he's 25, going to be 25 right after the draft, 6'3", 195 pounds. He's kind of, he measured a bit lighter than the Packers prefer, but he, uh, he's got hops and, um, he ran a four, four, seven, which is good. in the 40 had a really solid 1.50 second time in the first 10 yards, which Gives you deep ball ability when you're able to blow past coverage. Uh, and then the Packers also are hosting another wide receiver from the SEC, but it's uh, a guy that you might not have heard of. It's Vellis Jones out of Eastern, uh, like um, Tennessee, I think. Um, the SEC is uh, Tennessee. He's from Tennessee. Um, he posted on his Instagram about uh, account, uh, apparently about coming into a Green Bay. Vellis Jones from Tennessee. So a couple of SEC wide receivers coming into a Green Bay to interview. So there you go. Packers definitely looking for wide receivers as much wide out. Now, the thing about it is, uh, by the way, I, I had them mixed up. Uh, Pickens is the younger one, and Vellis Jones. Pickens is going to turn 21. Uh, Jones is uh, 25. Going to be 25 right after the draft. But um, the big thing for the Packers is offensive grasp. Do you understand where the offense is? How quick can you grasp it? It's not just about the physical ability. If you've got the ability to learn and have the physical ability, that's the guy they take interest in. Uh, you don't necessarily want a guy that, doesn't know how to run routes, doesn't understand, kind of intuit, so to speak, 
So that's the reason you bring them in for these visits to see how well they will adapt to what it is you are going to run. But uh, just a just a note, uh, word broke today on both of those guys. As a matter of fact, coming into Green Bay, you so. think they show them the parking lot when they get to Green Bay? Well, I'm sure there's probably one of the local television stations that have these guys staked out once you found out that they're coming to town. Uh, Vellis Jones, though, I mean, he posted it that he's going in for a visit today with Green Bay, so you, you knew he was coming. But uh, Bill Huber broke the story about Pickens coming into town. But, yeah, I'm sure they'll have video of these guys walking in, walking out, whatever. I mean, they had video of uh, Chris Olave. And you know what? The agents leaked this, too. So their guy gets gets publicity walking into some of these places so they get more exposure. So the agents will leak the information. So George Pickens and Bellis Jones are the names on the list of uh, visitors heading into Green Bay as a part of that, a possible part of that, that draft class. Uh, 877-867-1670. Find us uh, again, 877-867-1670. Uh, this one is from yesterday. It's it's from today, but it's from yesterday's discussion going, hey, Bill, uh, did you and Ben hear about the electronic pitch calling? How long do you think it's going to be before they discover this, and have you seen it? Uh, I finally did. Ben, did you get a picture of this, what it looks like? No. It looks like a gaming instrument, kind of a, a scale down. You know how the, the uh, like Xbox controller is mm-hmm. where you've got, like, one button on one side, it goes, it's a toggle of four different buttons. And then on the other side, the same way. And then you've got all these little buttons around it. Uh, not that it's that high, but that's what it looks like on the sleeve, the, the the wristband sleeve of the catcher. That's what it looks like. It's this, it almost looks like, um, it, for those that work with a jetpack, uh, I've got a jetpack is what they call it. It's a little portable internet pack. It looks like a portable internet pack with a bunch of buttons on it that is sewn into a wristband. That's what it looks like. And uh, I, I don't know the frequencies. I don't know anything else about it other than catchers have started to use it. College catchers have started to use it uh, in college baseball. It's already started. So all of this is starting to happen, and it then relays a signal. I'd be really interested to see what the picture looks like in the hat, the ball cap of a pitcher. I, I, I don't know anything more about it. I'd have to really delve into this and start looking. But uh, apparently the signals then come to the ball cap of the pitcher. Um, and it, it, it tells them what the catcher wants them to throw. Um, and then they still have the ability to kind of shake it off and say, no, I just wonder how many catchers are going to revert still back to showing signals, showing the signs, you know, how, how, how screwed up this is going to be early on just for lack of familiarity and lack of use, but it's going to be interesting, going to be interesting. I completely agree in many different facets, but that's what it kind of looks like. I'll see if I can't grab a picture of it and post it over on the Facebook fan page, but it's, it's really interesting uh, how this thing looks. And it, it, it's all the same color as the wristband. So if you're wearing a blue wristband, it's blue. If you're wearing a black one, it's black. If you're wearing a red one, it's red, whatever. But, uh, but then it signals to the pitcher and a couple of other players in the field as to what is being called. So they know where to defensively play, or at least where to defensively lean. So, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show next.
Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wednesday, fine Wednesday. If you are heading down to uh, any playoff basketball or basketball for that matter, or just go to watch a game, or maybe you just want to taste some good craft brews, check out our friends at MKE Brewing. MKE Brewing, not that far away. They're on Ninth Street, downtown Milwaukee, but not that far away from opening up the rooftop patio. Overlooking the city of Milwaukee, uh, right near the Pabst Brewery, the old Pabst Brewery. And uh, some good craft beers. They always have seasonal beers ready to go. They're going to be throwing a big uh, Kentucky Derby party uh, there as well. So head down to MKE Brewing on 9th Street, downtown Milwaukee, only a couple of blocks east, or excuse me, a couple of blocks west of the Fiserv Forum. So I just posted it over on uh, over on Twitter and over on Facebook, if you haven't seen it already. Um, the uh, The device that is going to be used by catchers for the electronic pitch calling. If you haven't seen it already, it's right there. I just uh, I just tweeted it out and posted it over on the Facebook fan page. You can find us at facebook.com slash Show. But that's what it is. That's what it looks like. So nothing major. I'm more interested to see, I have not seen a picture, by the way, of the hat. They apparently say that this will then transmit to a hat that the pitcher is wearing and uh, a couple other players in the field are wearing. I have not seen what that device looks like or where it is or I, I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I can't imagine it's something that whispers in their ear. Oh, by the way, he's throwing a curveball. You know, I, I, I don't see that. I think that's so, what it is. That's what I heard because there was some chatter about it being in an Australian accent. <laughs> like the girl that gives you uh, directions on ways. Yeah. You can get or on Google. You can also change the accent or change the voice. You can go to male voice, female voice, accent, no accent, computerized, synthesized, whatever. Yeah, if you're into you that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's always interesting when you get into a car and you hear what people prefer. It's usually the British female accent for the for the majority of people. I don't, but like when I got it, Kristen had it uh, ways uh, through the Bluetooth of her car, and the I was driving her car one time, and it came on, and it was the British voice. I don't know why. I don't know if that's more soothing, if it keeps you calm in traffic or something. I have no idea, but uh, but yeah. So if that's what it is, that's okay. I, as long as you don't have bad hearing and you crank it up to where the guy at first base can hear it, if you're the first baseman, because you would figure. Who would wear this? Probably your corners and your center fielder. So you know where to shade. I would assume that's where you would probably, you know, then again, I don't know. Who the hell am I? Maybe you go with your shortstop, your first baseman, and 
maybe your center fielder or something like that. But, yeah. Uh, 877-867-1670. Find us, 877-867-1670. The NLCS, uh, overwhelmingly, 89% of people picking the the divisions this year, 89% say the Brewers are going to win the division. 89%. My assumption is the other 11% say the St. Louis Cardinals. I can't imagine anybody picking the division to go to the Cubs, Reds, or Pirates. I just, I, I, that I couldn't see. But 89% say the Milwaukee Brewers are going to win the division, the NLC, uh, the National League Central. Dodgers overwhelming favorites to win the West. Um, the Braves favorites to win the East. And uh, there you go. But 89% of, of those who are in the know say that it's going to be the Milwaukee Brewers to win the win the Central, So, which I'm, I'm good with. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. The, uh, the picture, by the way, for those that did not see it, of the wristband, it has... It's not just because some people say, well, it just has four buttons. No, it's got a lot more than that. It's got uh, six, eight, nine, ten. It's got 12 buttons on it. Twelve buttons. I have no idea what all the buttons do. None. I mean, you got to figure one through four, fastball, curveball, changeup, slider. Right? Anything more than that? There's not many pitchers that have more than four four pitches in their rotation. I think they throw location in there, too. Okay. But wouldn't you just notice location by where the, the catcher sets up? One would think. Maybe not the second baseman. I don't know. I don't like okay. all this stuff. I was a catcher. Yeah, this is getting weird. I was a catcher my whole life. The you got to put. I like putting the fingers down. It's like part of the game. Once you start, once it all becomes automated, then we're gonna have automated refs. Then we're gonna have automated hitters. Then we're just gonna play a video game. Yeah, they're already getting into the point where they're gonna automate pitches. Uh, you know, balls and strikes. We're already to that point where that that technology is now being tested. And take, I don't like that at all. Not at all. I love arguing balls and strikes. And I love being the one that's, I'm always going to say, three balls, two strikes. If you get called out on a strike three call, what is the old adage? If it's close, swing. That's that's it. That's what you're told from the day you walk through into a little league camp. If it's close, swing. Because you never know what the umpire is going to call. I love arguing balls and strikes. Love it. But, yeah, (laughs) Uh, Mark says it gives the players a little extra, quote, juice, uh, like push to pass in IndyCar. (laughs) Um, This one's from Debbie, who says that I I believe this also tells tells the concession stand whether they they want a hot dog or a beer. (laughs) Have my order ready. Cheeseburger, hot dog, beer, et cetera, et cetera, was what our buddy ESPN Steve says over on the Bud Light live stream. Yeah, I get it. I don't know what I – they got 12 buttons. I have no idea. 
You got to go up high, down low and in, down low and away. Uh, there's six, eight buttons in a circle with a button in the middle of it. I, I don't know what they all do. I couldn't tell you. Eventually, we'll see all of this work. Somebody will do a a info instructional video on this, and then you'll be able to see what it is. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Hopefully you're enjoying the day. The sun is gone. The clouds are more prevalent now. The wind is picked up. If you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, the umbrella on the, uh, the table, the top of the Tiki Hut, blustery today. Bushes are moving. Yeah. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Don't forget about our friends over at Quick Trip. If you're going to do some tailgating, they have all of your tailgating supplies. All of them. Go into Quick Trip. Tell them we sent you. More of the Bill Michael Show next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.